Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, a podcast that is also unable to ta- tackle Tarek Sims. You found me, Big T, more in love with rugby league somehow than last week. There is zero audience this week, so all those people can get effed. Uh, like a parent who names their kid crazy names to make them fight harder through their childhood so that their great things will happen for them when they're older. It's Mercho doing that later for our podcast. Thanks, dude. To my right is a man so ugly he could pass at a Sims family reunion. It's the doctor. <laughs> what are you going to call me? <laughs> yeah. Well, discharge is pretty good. Dis- discharge Sims. Track. <laughs> oh. yeah. Discharge. Track. Discharge. D-track. And to my left, filling in for Pat Picanti. Ah! <laughs> like the Sims uh, player from Toronto, it's Ashton Sanchez. Hello. Couldn't afford the toll down the M5 this weekend, could you? <laughs> I'm on budget mode, fellas. Our views are our own, so user one can keep their right click off our Sims City. Oh, What's good. the beer that we're having this week? Silver Bullet. The Resh's Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, iconic. This weekend we have uh, or usually at the end of what? What's the month before September? August. August. Usually at the end of August, I have a weekend where I uh, reflect on my excellent grandparents. But I've actually decided to make it easier for me to remember. I'm going to do it on the first week of the finals. Oh, there you go. They were both massive rugby league fans. In fact, Pa and Nan were both massive St. George fans. So congratulations on their win today. Anyway, but we're having Reshes because the old man loved Reshes. Uh, Miguel, you're telling us something weird about it? Uh, well, when I used to work in a pub. Oh, cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to your grandparents. Yeah. Um, the shoe of knowledge, so the locals that spend more time there than they do at home. Yep. Said <laughs> Reshes used to be like all the stuff that fell into the drip tray, yeah. re-kegged and sold. Including them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They would drip, they would drip themselves. <laughs> Hence it's golden colour. Although the one on tap I think is different to oh, this one. This better is, or worse, you think? Uh, worse. Yeah. I do love a silver bullet, but Reshes on tap can be a bit. Be a bit crust. And together. also, we're also drinking Ribena. Yeah, cheers Popper to Ribena. Ribena boys. Cheers those. That. I honestly don't think I've had a Ribena in, I don't know, 10 years probably. <laughs> it's refreshing. And that's because my grandmother used to be uh, massive on always having a six pack in the fridge. I don't know why. Yeah. But... Six pack of Ribena. Yeah. And if always. someone looked in the window right now and saw a bunch of grown men <laughs> drinking Ribenas, talking to microphones, <laughs> reviewing poppers, I don't know what they make of that. Tetra packs. Student used to do the old um, concentrate. That's that's how I used to drink Ribena. That's why I asked if you had to dilute it with water because I used to drink oh, the concentrate yeah. and I once drank it without. Straight. It's fucked. Yeah, you're still yeah. living on the back of that <laughs> sugar. It's all that's got me this far. Uh, speaking of this far, what happened this weekend? Um, this weekend I had a great family dinner on Friday for my oh, yeah. middle stepbrothers. It's not his 30th, but it will be next week and a lot of people won't be there for it. I'm middle stepbrother, that means you've got three stepbrothers. Middle step sibling. Thank yeah. you for the correction. Um, <laughs> didn't know I was being fucking yeah. audited. <laughs> Who's your mate? Uh, so that was I your I, family. You know when you go to family things and you wake up the next day with a fucking hangover a and you crusty. think, geez, yeah, that was a bit crusty. So I always wonder how my parents are doing after that. And I, I, I think my dad would have been struggling. Because yeah. I did the same thing Saturday night. I got a message from my dad. We are supposed to meet up and he was like, nah, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And then we just did, um, Pat and I found a great, New pub to watch league. It's much better league vibe. Yep. And I imagine... Um, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Um, a bit more working class than, you know, mm-hmm. where we normally go. Mm-hmm. But that was as close to what I imagine Super Sunday would be like in the States when people sit there from yeah, open till close, mm. drinking beers and watching footy. Like yeah, we watched right. two games and I was pretty cut by the end of it. Yep. It was great. It was a great time. So and that's the only reason why you know anything about footballers this weekend is because Pat's forced you to sit down and watch yeah. it. I mean, I normally wouldn't want to hang out with it. Normally, but I felt like it was a good opportunity to watch the game and maybe glean some knowledge from her. That's right. Uh, so thanks for that. And you? I've spent the weekends um, with my lovely lady recovering from her laser eye surgery. Oofed. And I was... She's finally going to see what you look like. That's trouble. I was preparing myself for a struggling patient. That's what all, everyone's been saying, that everyone's uh, like blind badges for a little while. <laughs> she pushed through and is an absolute machine. Good on it. Shaking Good. off the goggles. She looked like Anamir's for a little while there. <laughs> Those like aerod- aerodynamic, yeah, aerodynamic um, glasses. Yeah. yeah. But um, she's Google. an absolute trooper. And so hopefully in three weeks she looks at me and goes, oh, you're all right. Yeah. Phew. That's, vision, that's when the vision's supposed to be. About properly. as likely as the Broncos making the next round of finals. Jeff. Oh, dang. Ooh. And uh, speaking of finals, that's pretty much all I've done this weekend. Friday. 
Uh, we, you and I drove home. Did I do anything Friday night? I don't think so. No, I think you just watched the game. And then, yes, I did. In fact, uh, it was the first time that Birdie, the, I made the most beautiful Tiger sit down and watch 80 minutes of football. So it's the first time Birdie listened to, or the most beautiful, no, the littlest Tiger mm. sit down and uh, listen to 80 minutes of football. Fuck, it was an excellent game, but we'll get to that in a sec. And then Saturday, I spent the whole day celebrating uh, Weddy, who's not here. She yeah. turned 30. Happy birthday, Weddy. So that was great. And we got a little bit loose towards the end of the night. And then today... Commemorating the the grandparents, watching heaps of finals football as well, and we asked a uh, voluntary poll question on Twitter. Thanks for that excellent uh, podcast, of Voluntary Tackle, who loves a good poll. We asked, now that it's finals time, we want to know um, how you fan it. Do you pick one team and then move on if they get kicked out, or do you pick per game? So, for example, you might pick Panthers now. And then you, and when the Panthers, if and when the Panthers finally get kicked out, you grab one more team. Yeah, and yeah. Hold on. Yeah. So that's my job. That's how you do it? You do it that way. And I was in the minority when I looked at, when I put my vote in. Yeah. I'm a one-teamer, I think. Yeah, as well. I'm a so who have you got now then in the NRL? The Panthers. And what about the w, WNRL? <laughs> oh, WNRL. Uh, I watched the Roosters Warriors game yeah. yesterday and I like the Warriors. They were absolute monsters. Yeah. And then the AFL, there. who are you on now? Melbourne. And so who do you like in the NRL for the rest of it now? I like St. George. Yeah, right. Yeah. WNRL? Um, Warriors. And the AFL? Demons. Yeah, okay. So I'm backing the Roosters. Well, I don't want them to win. It's going to Roosters is a bit odd. But I'm, I'm putting money on the Roosters to end right. up nailing it. But uh, probably, yeah, I'd like St. George or Penrith, probably. Yeah, See, I don't a... do the one team. That's the problem. That's why I can't answer this question. I just realized. I turn up at every game and then go for someone in the finals. I think deep down everyone does the, the multi-team thing because even when the Warriors are playing, I'm like, oh, I love the Warriors. But now I'm like, oh, St. George is pretty good. Yeah, so I guess yeah. in that sense, like. But that's any game. I didn't declare any my Any game throughout the season, you go, you have a team that you're backing for that no, game. No, I find myself like edging my seat a lot more in finals than I do during normal game. I think it's just because of the, the upwards level of excitement. Yeah, I'm just vibing. like I was. I was scaring the most beautiful tiger with my like balls when during the <laughs> Rabbitohs Melbourne game, and also found myself ex- excited when like Billy Slater was doing shit. Just yeah, right. yeah. Anyway, so the results came back, and pick and choose per game seventy thirty. So there you go. Yeah. I win. Let's move on to this. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, bruh. Uh. It says here Pat, but I think that means Miguel. Miguel, what have you got through that? <laughs> I can't <laughs> see Pat here. <laughs> might be hiding somewhere. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I did my fantasy football draft oh, yeah. this week, which if anyone, any of the listeners out there know what a massive operation that is. Mm. I want to thank the, the people that I met who I'm actually in a decent league with now, like not a, a bunch of strangers. Oof. So it's me and, <laughs> me and uh, Jock Johnson. Because I was in last year's one, so I'm taking that personally. Yeah. Well, you could have joined this one, but I thought with Birdie on the way, you know, fantasy football is a big investment of time. But the amount of research and um, stats that people put out there, like the NFL, but also ESPN, they've got a whole division um, dedicated to stats, not just for, like, good players for the season, but this specific type of fantasy that we're doing where it's points per reception. So you get points for catches. So you pick differently in this type than you would... Normal. A regular type. Mm. And I was a bit behind the eight ball when I was at the snow. One of the people who created the league, he did his major fantasy draft. He had a like stapled set yes. of sh- of like spreadsheets with, you know, this is a target. I'm going to avoid this player. If I can't get this one, like here are the five other. Uh, it's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. nuts. Right. Yeah. So he's obviously done a bit of research. And I what spent. What things called when you have like float? No, it's like a flow chart. chart. It's a. Um, yeah, this they, happens. Yes, you go to that. This happens. No, you go to that. What? It's how you classify like, animals in biology. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's yeah, got a name. Yeah, yeah. I'll Google it when Pubes yeah. is talking about something. I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. But thanks, NFL, and you know, does that like is he employed legitimately? Well, he says he is. So yeah, right. you know, I've got no reason not to believe him. But yeah, <laughs> spend that much time on fantasy. I'm thanking Blair Hughes at Mr. Blair Hughes on Twitter. He wrote an excellent article about all the great things that are happening at the moment in the world of rugby league, particularly. Uh, creating things, people who are creating things. Um, it's an excellent article. The podcast has tweeted it out. Go and have a read. I also want to thank uh, Mar underscore Aaron, our Mar man, Big Johnny Flynn, and the Bearded underscore Raider, who all nominated us to uh, Blair on how our podcast should also be part of that 
um, article. Oh, there you go. And then Blair went and updated it and put us on it. So that was so oh, nice cool. of them. So nice of Blair. Excellent article. Go and get around it. And Doctor, what do you got? I'm thinking Josh Gunton. Oh, yeah. Um, on Twitter, the Josh, Twitter sphere. We, Josh we, Gunton won. We doubled our um, AFL tweets on the Sports BFS <laughs> um, uh, realm yeah. by him acknowledging Sydney Swans for the tra- training run. Yeah. Which I wouldn't even put it down as a training run for GWS because that was fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks, Josh. Um, Trying to get a few more AFL supporters out there. Yeah, you're doing well. What's um, that? I mean, he ran at you, didn't he? He was really having a go at the Swans, but it was still the, it was good. Someone's talking yeah. about it. But the best part about Josh Gunton's tweet was I actually mistook him for Jack Gunston, who's an absolute gun <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> AFL. All right. So you're so close. I yeah. thought I was in um, AFL royalty for a second there. Close enough. Uh, no reviews. Which is oh. totally your fault if you're listening right now. You should have done a review. Guys, so. come on. We'd love to thank you next week. Review us on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter so that one of us can read it out and throw you some Sports Best Friends love. Now for this bit. Watching from the sideline. Watching like an eagle hawk. The eagle hawk this week for me is um, the World Surfing League. Um, oh, really? Coming up with equal pay for women. Oh. So... Oh, yeah. The, on the wave of all the other things happening. It was on a wave. And this week they're actually surfing yeah, at Kelly Slater's tide. wave pool. I don't oh, know if anyone's been watching. One. He's created what? the first artificial the wave edge. pool that is hosting a World Series oh, wow. event. And That's that thing's nice. unreal, like the quality of the waves. Mm. Um, so the whole idea behind that was a bit of a training run for um, surfers, but it doesn't have any delays because the waves yeah, you don't have to. can be what they want them to be. Mm. But the WSL um, is one of the first um, sporting leagues to actually come through with equal pay for both men and women. So I like that. Um, but coming back, I was looking at an article in the Sydney Morning Herald today that Stephanie Gilmore was thanking Billie Jean King, who is a tennis player at the US Open. She was nearly about to refuse to play for the US Open in 1973 unless they... Because of pay. ...paid them equally. So... Um, tennis has been all over it for quite a long time. And it was mm. Wimbledon finally got on board, I think, in 2009 um, with equal pay. So they've been ahead of the league. But yeah. that's pretty impressive for a um, Can I ask new a sport like surfing. surfing the, to who don't, like, there's not a huge amount of money in it. it surely. Mm. But, yeah. Was that in response to, like, the Billabong Pro, where there was that photo that went viral with the male and female winners both standing there holding their checks with the men's oh, check yeah. being oh, like right. twice as much or whatever. Twice or more. Yeah. And it got shared heaps because they're like... I don't know. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Fucking shit together. I'd hope so. I don't think it was a competition on this the world tour or whatever mm. that is, but I wonder if like... I'd hope so. That, people got pretty fired it's up about that. pretty glaringly obvious when you're presenting yeah. two winners' yeah, checks and you're like, making oh, it pretty clear, yeah. yeah. For sure. And you know, that industry, at the risk of sounding stupid, that industry would surely work better at marketing women than men anyway. When you look at Billabong, surely Billabong wants yeah. successful surfers in their gear and then photos of mm, women yeah. in surf gear is a lot more selling than a man in surf gear. Yeah. Quite possibly. So that's my eagle hook. So, but Stephanie Gilmore is also leading the world championship too. So hopefully she wins the... Big Gilly. Go Gilchrist. Wins the overall title. <laughs> uh, so mine is Sid... Tapia, Tapia, get at me one-eyed onesie, I don't know what it is. Sid Tapia, <laughs> he um, is a artist who's doing all of the incredible graffiti mm. shit for the NRL. So he did the one for Benji Marshall in... Petersham. Petersham. Excellent mural. Whole site, like two-story building of Benji Marshall and a massive tiger behind wow. him. Looks great. He did John Sutton's 300th in Kensington yeah. when he had his 300 game. He did the beautiful one of Up Up Cronulla of... Um, Gallon and ET hugging each other, crying again. Whole building size looks so real. Like I saw um, GI on the side of the one in, in Abercrombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abercrombie. it was a Cleveland Street. Yeah, yeah Cleveland yeah. Street. Fucking excellent. And again, two story building high. It looks so real. They're big pieces of work, like art. Yes, there, there's one. He did a whole bunch. Now that the Sydney Football Stadium's hosting every Sydney team pretty much for the NRL finals. He did one for the Sharks and George. Anyone, any Sydney team is going to have to play at that ground. He he did on the way there, all the way no inside the ground, inside oh, the right. stadium, where people are sitting, so, and they look all awesome. And then he also, unfortunately, did one for Billy Slater in Melbourne, which also looks incredible. So there's just so hopefully much... someone's defaced that one. <laughs> yeah. But it looks so beautiful. I don't want it. Like I want to go to Melbourne next time. I go to Melbourne. I'm going to go and find it because it is such a great piece of art. Have you seen that great um, Twitter page, Cox on the Telegraph? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have. So good. So yeah. hope someone does that to him. Yeah. 
Well, well, the thing about it is, it, the artist it has so much excellenceness that no one ever touches yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, fair it, enough. It just too. Looks so great, out of respect for the art. Uh, yeah, and so I'm watching that. I'm watching more of it go up, and then hopefully, if I'm ever rich enough to buy a house in Sydney, he's also going to do one side of it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, the the it'll be Scott Prince holding up the tro- the Hey, Robbie Farrer. Oh, oh, five. Or it could be. Depends how many grand finals we win between me and now and buying yeah. house. And uh, what are you eagle hogging? Um, the refereeing in this final series. So mm-hmm. I didn't watch um, Friday's game, but I did watch the rest. Busy. The other three. <laughs> busy tensing her body for 80 whole minutes, mm. according to Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I, I have noticed that like way, way less penalties are being given to me um, yeah. for stuff that. Way less penalties are given to, to you. <laughs> to, to me for watching. <laughs> Particularly for like play the, slow play the ball. Mm. And things like that. I mean, really enjoy watching it, but I, I am of the opinion that, I mean, if they've been told to ref a certain way, it's a it's a really bad look for them in the wake of how much turmoil they've gone through this entire season yeah. in terms of changing the way they've refed every game, calling penalties that traditionally would have called like square to marker, et cetera, et cetera. And um, Chechen having a lot of issues with, was he the one that copped a, like he's yeah. now mm. sort of stepped down because of all the... No, he got a game. He got one of the games. That's Because I was talking to him last week about what was going to happen. He said, well, I've officially, uh, he said, I'm unofficially retired. There's no way I'm getting a finals game that I've, they, they haven't to. liked, they haven't liked what I've been, how I've been refereeing. Yeah. And I was saying, oh, shut up. You're just being modest. But the, uh, anyway, he, he had a game. I can't remember which one it was now, but he was, did, yeah, he did right. one of them, which is great because he is an excellent referee and should be. And now that if, the, if you're right, if they have been a lot more relaxed, then it's going to suit his, mm. style. his style a lot better. Well, it seems to me that it is a lot more relaxed. Like I watch both games all, you know, a hundred and, What's 80 plus 80? 160 minutes. <laughs> Feel good. Oh, 160 here. minutes oh, of it. Yeah. Uh, and very few penalties given for those things that we've seen all season. Now, so. can we also do the devil's advocate where people say the same thing at State of Origin, about State of Origin, and then other people say that's because you have the 26 best rugby league players, so probably there's less penalties. So now you have the eight best teams, so probably there's less penalties. Pool's still sm- much larger, though. Yeah, but the, the they're all playing for something a lot more important. So It's a reasonable point. I, don't, I personally difficult. don't think yeah. that's a reason but it's yeah. it's valid for sure i just i i feel bad for the refs this whole season yeah, and they've, what they've been trying to do yeah i hope I they've got some ground for next year like they've set a precedent where they're mm. going to try and reinforce this measure saying we did we did do this so we're going to continue it next year so yeah. train for yeah all that. and for in their in their mind even if people are shitty with the way they're refing they've got to stick to their guns It'd be so yeah. much worse if they backflipped on it yeah. Even just for finals, I think it's a really a really bad look. Also, sure. it's just like players. If you play in a, under a particular structure for an entire year and then you change that structure and you're in the finals, some of those players are going to be shit. Um, You'd be in a sugar high with those Robinas. Yeah, right. yeah, can I have another one? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nan would always say, yeah, she didn't limit them. <laughs> Go, Nan. Um, yeah, so if you have one team that's playing well under one structure and then you change that structure for the finals, some of those players are going to play like shit. Mm. And it's going to be the same with the referees. If you give them, if you promote the ones that are doing this particular way really well, by the time you get to finals and then say, now do it differently, they won't be as good at refereeing. Yeah, very so true. If they've changed it, then they're idiots and they shouldn't have. I will end that by saying that I have enjoyed watching yeah. the finals for a variety of reasons, but that being one of them, that it's been very fast. And, and we haven't heard any refereeing complaints, which has been great. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of... Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Friday, best game of football all year, excluding the time the Tigers beat Manly in the first time we played them. Incredible game. Did either of you get to watch it? No. Didn't watch this one? gutted. You fucking... My my family don't watch rugby league, except for Dad, and I couldn't sneak... If it was like... If it was uh, the Wallabies or something, yeah. a whole bunch of fuckwits would be in there watching it. But if it's, oh, just, if it's just me sneaking off. I saw the last five minutes when I saw Josh, Josh Adekar do that amazing kick. Oh, fuck me. He did. Yeah. He did. He played 80 incredible yeah, yeah. minutes. And in fact, speaking of that, our friend at Rev underscore Boyle wrote a great, pretty much summary of the entire game where he just wrote, that was pretty fucking good. <laughs> and he did hash kicking winger, which is exactly what that was. So we're looking now at wingers who collect a ball are able to change it uh, to either palm or change it so that their hand 
is holding the ball to put it over. But now you also see wingers when they're about 50 out who catch it. And Adokai now catches it, holds both points of the ball so that he kicks and the ball is rotating so that it will mm. rotate in rather than along. But do you see how he managed to kick with his right foot into yeah. the right? Like that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking your about. Your body can't do that very easily. No. Like it's easy to kick your left foot that way. Yeah. But your right foot to it's try and kick expected. the outside of the ball is insane. It's crazy. Yeah. At Andrew RLP also wrote, Vunavalu, Vunavalu, play to the whistle. Serves you right for choosing to whinge at a ref instead of playing football. That is dumb as it gets. Uh, One guy gets tackled, I can't remember who it was, passes the ball off the ground, guy catches it and goes to score. Vunavalu is the only one there, essentially, and thinks, oh, the guy's been tackled on the ground and then passes it, so you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Instead of trying to tackle the bloke and then complaining, just stops playing and turns to the touch judge and is like, (laughs) oh, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. Then we look at, they go upstairs to the bunker. Even I was just like, oh, you can't do that. He's fucked it. And go to the bunker. He's kept his arm off the ground the entire time and flicks it up. It's incredible. Yeah, right. Wow. And then Vunavala's like, oh, my <laughs> Bellamy got And you can just my tell bad. fucking Bellamy's just about to rip the fucking pants off him and then make him eat them. Yeah. He luckily also does an incredible, there's a break who kicks long and then he runs a thousand meters, collects it and scores on the hooter. Doesn't matter. He still looked like a fucking idiot and should have done it. At Papacanti. <clears throat> Hey, hey, want to know what it feels like to clench your body for 80 minutes? Watch that game as a South supporter at Sports BFS. Tough watch for... She can eat a dick. That's exactly yeah. what all Tigers fans do all the time. <laughs> yeah, We're going to be up really by true. 50 and I'm sitting there going, Hoo! <laughs> that's when it's the worst, according to yeah, you. Yeah, the more the, you're up by the worst. The, the berries clench. are popping out my uh, <laughs> ass the entire game. Could turn coal into diamonds, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I felt the pain. That was it was tough, and it was yeah. an incredible game to watch. So it would have been horrible for every fan of the actual teams watching. Would have fucking hated it. The lining for them surely being they get another nudge of the of the the next round. Yeah. What, and, what are you going to do <laughs> of the nudging the, the nudging championship? Melbourne, Melbourne weren't bothered by the fact they were down by was it, eight points at one point. Well, they, I reckon both the teams, as far as you can, both teams took everything out of that. Yeah. Melbourne would be so excited they were down here and found a way. South would be so excited that they can beat Melbourne. They just didn't that time. They yeah. meet each other all in the grand final. Everyone comes back going, fuck yeah, I'm going to smash you. Yeah. Score? 29, 28. Oh, yeah, the yeah. doctor. Kind of minced the words on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and our friend uh, Media Watch Mario, or is now Dr. Media Watch Mario. There's a lot of doctors out there. Order. Yeah. Joining you me. you see that whole thing exploding? Yeah, I saw a whole bunch of doctors <laughs> join, the, join the throng. A whole bunch of discharge. <laughs> I genuinely hate the Storms more and more every time I watch them play. I wish nothing but the worst for them, the players, the staff, the <laughs> fans, the whole damn state. Build a wall around Mexico and forget they exist. Now, that coming from a Manly fan is pretty rich. Yes. but um, I saw how, a child wearing like? a um, Manly Raringa Seagulls jumper today. I nearly called Docs. Docs yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Melbourne? Uh, not the city. I mean uh, the Camburglers. I don't like them at all. No, did I, even, I, did I, I even announce them? No, I didn't. Fucking Camburglers versus the Rabbit Toes. Rabbit Toes. I, f- I feel just like Mario really in that in that sense. Yeah, and when I'm like supporting it. Melbourne Demons in the AFL, I feel soured by the fact that I'm saying Melbourne. Jamie soured. Oh, I was going to say the same uh, fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you say? Hey, yeah, I watched them in. Funnily enough, in a similar way to, um, to how I watch Souths, I get filled with this like. Rage. Unnecessary rage. <laughs> I fucking hate GI. Like well, you hang out I, with like, South supporters all really? the time. I, I can't stand them, to be honest. And Melbourne's very similar. So I feel like me missing that game. Yeah, right. Probably Did isn't such a bad favor. thing. Yeah, you know, because blood pressure could take a take a hit if I watched yeah. that. I have found myself like loving that game, and I don't usually love or like watching Melbourne. But there were times when Billy Slade was doing stuff, and I forgot that I really don't like him usually. But he's so fucking. His first try, or no, it wasn't even a try. His first, they kick for him. He runs and almost puts it down and doesn't because it's just fucking whatever. But it looked so beautiful. It was, was very like, Queensland-esque for him. Yes. I was just like, fuck, his football is excellent. I just wish. Oh, I'm, I'm not denying that. <clears throat> I know, but it ha- happens to me to a point Balling where ability. I forget that I'm like like wishing that he did score. And I'm like, actually, no, I don't want Billy Slater to score. Yeah. What am I thinking? But he gets me all often. Anyway, Saturday, the W. Uh, the NRLW first ever game, the Hencocks, as the hens can be cocks, Hencocks mm. versus the Amazons, which is, of course, what the Warriors, world's greatest warriors, the women's world's <laughs> greatest women warriors. Amazons at Withdrawal Stadium and at Tom Brock Bequest. We're energized by the inaugural match of the NRLW. 
The Sydney Roosters gave it all they could in attack, and the defence of the Warriors remained strong. Congratulations to all. Now, before we move on, Tom Brock bequest, by the way. This dude was massive into rugby league history the whole time he was alive. Didn't we hear about Tom Brock last week? Yes, and so I'm going to their speech thing. Anyway, they have a Twitter account. It's also a great Twitter account. Right, they, uh, there you go. There you go. So. Talking from the dead. Um, <laughs> tweeting from the dead. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm going to do the same. Um, did either of you get to watch this game? I watched a bit, yeah. The yeah. highlights. So fatigue to me looked like to be a massive factor, particularly for the Roosters, even though they're playing... Um, well, they scored all the points in the first half. 30-minute halves, yeah, mm. and the second half looked... Looked a bit dodge. But the Warriors' big girls had done enough early, as you said, in the first half that they just maintained the... A um, couple of big hit-ups there as well. Fuck, it's so rad. In that front row. In fact, our friend uh, at Rev underscore Boyle, the Reverend, Nuasala and Swali. No, Smiley. Oh, Swali's a great name there. Hash ladies hitting ladies. Hash women's NRL. Hash WNRL Warriors Roosters at Sports BFF <laughs> at The Biggest Tiger at O'Errol. You got everyone involved, and it was an excellent clip of a poor Roosters lady, a hen, Hancock, running across the defensive line, then two fucking Warriors Yeah, ladies. folded. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking Tractor beam. Yeah, or creased her, as, yeah. as, a, as a, the term I heard over and over again this weekend. Creased. Creased. You put a crease. Yeah, I'm so into that. That's so great. Uh, anyway, it was a great game. Score? 10-4. Ten ten four. Four. Yeah. Ooh. Score? 10-4. <laughs> <Ten laughs> <four. laughs> oh, I'm going to give them a girl that time. 10-4. Um, yeah, it was 10-4, fucking... good buddy. Yeah. The, there were some small errors, but you could see the defense more. Uh, sorry, the fatigue more in the girls running back at the A defenders. So, so you have the ruck, and then you have the two people on the outside of this ruck. They often leave a gap behind the ruck, so there's enough space. Mm, mm. And you'd see people run out, and then those people would run back towards that gap. And usually the A defenders close it fast enough, but if your fatigue is fucked, because they're often your yeah. forwards, you could just see them breaking constantly. Well, everyone was running for this bit because they were making meters there. It was great. Can I ask a question? Because we, in, not in too long ago, watched. Um, the origin yeah. at North Sydney Oval, and one of the comments I think about what everyone made was, "Why the fuck isn't the game isn't the game a full eighty minutes?" Yeah, because they seemed like they could play. No, they know. can't. And the other thing is, they don't get a preseason, and they have never <clears> been doing. They haven't done this as long long term yeah. athletes. Yet. So it was more noticeable in this, yeah. for you, yeah. like the fatigue, because yeah. I didn't notice the fatigue. If they're playing really. eighty minutes, it would be even worse. Yeah, yeah. but also like. These poor bastards are playing like they're, they're in, it's like watching history. This is exactly what um, men did back in the days before it was you're getting paid for. Professional. It. Like these poor bastards are, pl- are working, and working and playing. Yeah, and then trying to find time to train and trying to, you know, they're doing their own training during the week to try and keep fitness up. Yeah. So it's really hard. When they get a, when they have another preseason, another belt, when they get some, none of them played a pre match. Sorry, I think only Brisbane played a pre, a trial. Game. Yeah. yeah, you right. know, so a lot of these people are playing. 80 minutes of playing football for the first time in front of all these people. Mm. And and at this pace, yeah, it, it's going to take them a while. There was mention on the radio um, today about how the NRLW was a bit of a rush job compared to the way AFLW was put on and like sure. the timing of it. Like it's good that they're playing and even at Suncorp today, yep. at the end of the game, there was nearly 20,000 people watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that it's competing with finals football is Nearly, but you think yeah. it's competing? I don't well, think competing at all. In terms of attention, they're saying that AFLW, AFLW playing in the preseason of um, oh, men's competition is much better because that's actually a competition going on, whereas in this is almost like a... It's not like the intra-super premiership before. Yeah, yeah no, it's I not, see it completely different. I see it as this is the best time to do it because you, you have a whole bunch of fans who have watched rugby league all year who are now frothing. Half of them have just lost a team to to follow. Yeah. So then you get all these people who are who are super jaded. You've got all the grounds that are still open. All these we had Sturlow commentating the game yesterday, and we had yeah, Gould yeah. as one of the commentators today. So you've got all of these. Everything is set up and ready to talk and ready to go. And you lose half the games, and we throw in two more. I just feel like it works. It's worked seamlessly. But also, there's only. Four teams, so really, it's yeah, not it's enough people to have a yeah. competition in the in the preseason. Whereas, how many of AFL? They've got almost one eight, first eight, season. Yeah, yeah. So it's all perspective, yeah. really. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It'll take time. I think this is the best way to, to start it. it need, if you were thinking, most of these people have been signed. The coaches and and staff have been signed to five year yeah. contracts, so they're thinking, let's give this five years before we even start looking at how to do Change it differently, it, it properly. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, anyway, that was it. Was great. Uh. At Oh, our friend Carsten at Swiss underscore Cowboy underscore semi Hey, at Sports BFFs, I have some questions for the panel. 
Sure. The panel. Look, the how, panel. look how... The peanut gallery. <laughs> One, do the women's NRL have a salary cap? Have a guess. No. No. No, they don't. You're right. They do have limits on how many rep players you can have per team. Sure. Bros, the the Brisbane went like nuts with the... I was hearing with the Silver Ferns and the um, yeah. Queensland, Queensland girls. girls. Mm. Whereas Dragons have imp- um, recruited a whole bunch term. of locals. Yeah. That What's the play? cap on those? Do you know? Uh, I think it's something like t- nine or ten. Because sure. um, the other thing is they couldn't cap it too hard because they also want to have all of those quality players in, in the league. The, yeah, uh, you'd kick yourself if you couldn't have half of them yeah, playing. Yeah. They didn't do the math. Yeah. Two, if yes, have the well, it's no. <laughs> if yes, have <laughs> the girls got brown paper bags too. No. They do. The, the Roosters. Uh, can you do. see? I don't know about the rest. Of them. The Warriors definitely wouldn't. Bros, Brisbane and Roosters would definitely have prime paper. Yeah, I saw uh, Mick Politis at the Roosters game. Yeah. Just even though they lost ten four, they were like, "All right, Matty Sutton, you'll be <laughs> right." Cash money. Here's some cash. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Is this the only chance for the Warriors to win something? Well, well, yes. Yes. I mean, this question should have been answered the other day. Really, <laughs> this would have been great to ask. I'm sure at the time, big guy. Anyways, hashed ask Big T, and I had the answer to thing. You guys did it great. Great. T'Challa vs. Circus, back to the men's NRL. T'Challa vs. Circus at the foam neck brace. Uh, Warriors got out to an excellent fast start. In fact, at Andrew Errol P, quoted Brett Finch saying, this has been played at a phonetic pace. Phonetic. He's at teaching school. Yep. Okay. He needs to go to the pickle factory. Uh, Maloney um, brought them back, though. He got creased. He got creased. <laughs> Massively creased. <laughs> he was unreal. <laughs> But uh, how about uh, anyway? Our friend Hectic as Bra <laughs> Panthers, <laughs> Panthers with the win. But Isaac Luke wins the night. That tackle on Maloney was incredible. Hats off to Maloney getting back up from it, though. True. So he was talking about your crease. Did yeah. you see the? Um, I think it was the NRL roast or something on Twitter that overlaid that with um, WWE commentating. I didn't see that. No. I'll see if I can read to it. It's yeah. hilarious. They're great. Fucking love those guys. And girls, but the um, the saddest thing I found about this was I watching the game. I thought Maloney was incredible. Yeah, he, he really orchestrated good. the points to come back. He he kept everything playing down the other Warriors end of the field, and all you could see on Twitter about him was when he, that he got smashed by Isaac yeah. Luke. Poor guy got no recognition. He was great though. At Blackhold Panth, P A N T H E, or Panth, Panth. I get it. That's good. Blackhold. Warriors started strong, big metres going forward first half, but Panthers took their opportunities to lead 18-12. Panthers controlled the game much better in the second half and extended the lead full-time. 27-12. Yeah, although... Didn't ask for the score. Yeah. I also read it, wrote it down as 25-12. So it was 27-12. I, I gave a point to that. Point. <laughs> um, I just love that Black Hole Panther did such a great fucking recap for me. <laughs> I'm just going to look at him every week now. Just he can do the whole pod for me. It's a good game. Uh, who got the p- points for that? Sorry, I missed it. I was too busy getting. Miguel. Yeah, Miguel. Yeah, thank you. Still with the men's NRL. Chicken Chow Money versus the Old Gill at the foam neck brace. They couldn't both be at the foam neck brace. Fucked up there, surely. No. Oh, and the other one was at Worcester Royal Stadium. That's yeah. good. Fucking here we go. That Ribena's gone straight to my head. <laughs> at Mario Siegs underscore Sharks are the most boring team in the comp to watch, and your fans amongst the worst. That being said, you're not the Roosters. Let's go on Sharks <laughs> at Sports Beer Fest. Uh, either of you get to watch this? Yeah. Fucking hectic game. It was hectic. I was crying. Why? Why? The Swans just lost, so oh, I was, I was in no yeah, state yeah. to watch it. Salty discharge. See, that's what I loved about this pub was that there was fuck all AFL anywhere to distract you from. The Robin Hood's <laughs> usually an AFL pub, but the Swans. Are you sure? Yeah. I think it's a different Robin Hood you're talking of. Is it on the, they're doing the tramway out the front? No, 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 no. This is a different one. Different it's in one. the eastern suburbs. Have robbed from the trams and give to deep the... in the ace in Surrey Hills. No, all oh, right, that no, different Robin Hood. There you go. Good chat, boys. I thought the Sharks looked dominant in the first half. Yeah, unlucky to get <clears throat> what um, Wade Graham out in the first Oof. little bit. Um, I, I appreciate though when you get a, a season ending injury and it doesn't look as graphic as some of the ones we saw in the Dragon. <laughs> today, today we'll get on to like today's fucking hospitalization right. of just about everybody on the Making field. your whole body oh, tingle. Rust. It was a great game though. Cronk kicking. Was also incredible. Short, yeah. long, uh, just like Maloney, putting everything down in a particular spot, building pressure, fucking doing whatever you want. And the fullbacks in that game were just yeah. a delight to watch. Like set of origin. 
And they just, I mean, like I think I was saying to you earlier, like the run meters that they had were massive. No, no other fullbacks in the game yeah. run that that much. But for me, Tedesco is, was just at least in the first half. He kind of backed off in the second, probably because he was absolutely gassed. But yeah. it was in everything. Mm. Defensively, I thought you were Def- also saying he was fucking unreal. Yeah, tackling, but also it's you know um, on offense, like he's just getting his balls. Like you know, he ran his heart out, and he played. I mean, I don't know who man of the match was actually, but it wouldn't have surprised me if he. It was him. If it was him. And that, I love watching fullbacks play that way. Out of their skin. That game, yeah. At P. Joe Me, Cooper Cronk is halfway to justifying his pay packet and pushing Pierce out of the team. His kicking game was first class tonight. I completely mm. agree with you, Jimmy. Well, they've shake, shaken a lot of criticism as well about their horrible minor premiership record as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the stat was, but it was a lot like, you know, they get... One. They've won three minor premierships. They won one premiership when they yeah. did it. So Kronk's almost paid for himself and you know, yeah. we're justified is whatever he's getting paid there. And the only other thing that worth talking about in this was Luke Lewis's essential, oh. like just about to win the entire game for them. And then somehow the Eiffel Tower. I don't know how he couldn't get that down. Fuck, it's unreal. He's much bigger than Latrell. Same height, but weight wise. Like, yeah. you know, he's got a good 10, 15 kilos on him probably. And he doesn't need to, from my memory of it, he doesn't actually need to place it down he's got he's falling over the line he, he just, just needs, needs to, to hold roll. the ball yeah yeah essentially i don't know how i mean latrell's hand somehow gets around the other side i don't say in real time how do these humans without <laughs> being able to see the ball latrell tackles him and manhandles the ball to a point where it comes out yeah. it's unbelievable that's crazy because i thought that was a dead set try there was also dugan dropping oh, yeah. an absolute sitter from yeah. i don't know who part i think it was matt moylan but those two <clears throat> could have like One could them. be tries yeah. the sharks are in that for sure. They fucked up. And Dugan in general is fucking horrible. Which is the opposite of the other game. So I reckon um, Athletes Foot and the Camburgers come out going, we can fucking win the whole thing even though we lost a one. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the Chow and the old Gil would have come out going, fuck, that's, we didn't play that well. I wonder if well, we can. Ruining those, yeah, chances. those missed chances. I mean, Pat was spewing as well. Daniel Tupo <laughs> knocking on the kick in, at, in the first, but then ended up having an absolute blinder. Blinder, like we'd had a few beers, and she's there. Like, what a fucking shit player Tupo is after yeah. Josh, like laughing her ass off, and then all of a sudden <laughs> turns out he's having an excellent game. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Go on, Pat. Score twenty on twelve. Oh no, uh, it's have two all. One. I think two all skis. Oh, right. And then uh, Toronto Wolfpack versus Salford Red Devils at Lamport Stadium. This is in the Ambassadors Report Cup. <laughs> is that what it's called? No, <laughs> it is now. Is this because you're the ambassador? Because right. I heard that last Ambassador. Ambassador. Wolfpack were left ruining a lackluster first half and saw the informed Red Devils rack up a 20-point advantage. And by the way, that's the first time the Wolfpack have ever been held scoreless in a half hour. Really? So it was not good it's for an them. Interesting statistic. Thanks, mate. Which ultimately was too much to claw back from. <laughs> well played. Yeah, a huge, uh, hugely improved and impressive second half from Toronto. Saw them pile on a bunch of points, but the Red Devils still. Oh, which was, by the way, Red Devils had two red cards in the second half. Really? I also love that they still use they use cards in in yeah. England because of I'm assuming because of soccer. One of them was they're both because of like dangerous shitty high tackles. Wow! And there was also two yellow cards to Toronto for ten minute things because of shitty tackles. So they're trying to smash that over there. So anyway, two red cards. One of them was Jackson Hastings, who now plays for the Red Devils. Yeah. So anyway, you know, loved all of that score. Thirty four twenty two. He's on the goo. Uh, no, he's. It is. That's twenty eight sixteen. No, it wasn't. Who they play? <laughs> they played. Uh, the Red Devils yeah, last right. night. I know I'm right. This is the score against. Who's the ambassador? Right Broncos. Ambassador. Did you get any free stickers or anything when you became ambassador? They're posting or? me a certificate of authentication <laughs> and uh, and a hat, a flat cap that says oh, ambassador on the side. That's and then mad. The, yeah, no. Nah, don't worry about it. The, the next time when it turns up, there'll be a picture on the sitting pod, in royalty worry. amongst <laughs> royalty, Canadian royalty. And then today, Sunday, mm. the upside down Texas. This is in the women's NRL. Upside down Texas because in Queensland, it's like not Canada because Canada's great. Yeah, but Texas is like backward and conservative and crazy, which is actually like what our Queensland is. Yeah, the upside down Texas. All right, versus the new branch because you know when. I always need to explain my nicknames at yeah, the beginning. Keep going. New Branch because St. George Bank in its early stages <laughs> had new branches come out. So oh, all right. welcome. So upside down Texas versus New Branch, and that was at New South Brisbane. 
How are the interest rates in this game? Yeah, pretty high, except for the um, Texas fucking kept all the money. Yeah. yeah. Up, they robbed the bank. <laughs> up, D-Tex uh, took control uh, at an expert level. They looked fit and organized across the game. And what I realized after watching this game was that it's not so much that the other girls are super unfit. It's just that, that no one controls the ruck as well as men's NRL until fucking upside down Texas turned up. Mm. And they're just holding them down to the perfect amount of time so that then the defensive line's set and they're running up and fucking dominating. So they're not putting as much gas into defense. So then when yeah. they're in offense, it's fucking easy done. Must be what's in those brown paper bags they're getting... <laughs> <laughs> from the off uh, the pitch. Yeah. Oh, what are they called? There's a there's a group of people in Brisbane that do that. They're called the Shankartis. They're called the what's a herd of? They are called Shankartis. There's a herd of Stampede. No, no thoroughbreds. It's a real thing. So all the major business people in Brisbane they pull together and they like get cash money for players. Wow, so, thoroughbreds. Yeah, thoroughbreds. Yeah, Look right. it up. Anyway, so they're obviously doing it for the ladies at the Sportress. Forget LeBron. Brigginshaw is the real goat. Hash NRLW. Brigginshaw is the halfback for the... Brisbane, isn't it? Yeah, for upside down Texas. Texas. And they, she fucking nailed this game. She was everywhere. And it was really disappointing to see that um, another fucking great Queensland halfback fucking dominating. Like, <laughs> score? 30 to 4. Oh, oh yeah. discharge breaking out. Chelsea Baker also 4 out of 5. Convoisions. Yeah, good stat reading right upside there. Upside down Texas. Well played. <laughs> The biggest problem, St. George, uh, New that? Branch has... Not getting any points. Yeah, well, not only <laughs> yeah, that. scoring. But they had so many New South Wales players. Their fucking left side is lit, and they just couldn't work out how to play with each other. To get it to it. So they need more time together. Uh, Casey Badger, a female referee, was the first ever woman to play in a pocket referee in the first grade game. So, But she took that. over in the second half. She was the main ref in the second half. No, they same. have... Oh, how did that happen? Oh, Andrew Moore was telling me on the way down that it looked like Casey Badger. Looked like. Because what happens is a pocket referee yeah, ends up three. taking. Yeah. But I wonder if I'm putting it out there that she may have taken charge in the second half. Hmm. And then moving Looking on to, to the final game of the uh, evening, it's back to the men's NRL, and at Andrew Ferguson put out this peach of a stat. Stats peach. If today's... If today's game has a field goal, it'll be the first time in the f- that the first four games of a final series has had a field goal in it. And it was fucking set up just before the end of the half. Yeah. It really looked like they were going to kick one. And I was so shitty that they were going to penalty. Yeah. Kick that stupid goal. Anyway, Horse Lodge versus Commies, and this was at New South Brisbane. At one eye Tiger underscore, short kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> How ah, fucking great. great was that? I didn't even know you could do it that. It was under 10s. The grabber. Yeah, dead set. And it was a classic... Rookie of the year to be. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Fucking nailed it. I mean, they just weren't expecting it, obviously. No. When the last time in the last five years of football have you seen that happen? On a kick. And also the little grubber. Sometimes yeah. it's a little pop up, but never the little grubber. It looked like a. What are they? they See, I thought it was a onside elite. kick. Yeah. The onside kick. Thought. But I thought um, it's one thing to kick it short in the air. Yeah. And it's got to go 10 meters. But to grubber it, I didn't think that was a legal yeah. move. But next amazing thing was the uh, Lafite Oz tag. Yeah. Little maneuver. That was fucking great. That got us off the couch. The towel. <laughs> got a toweling from the referees. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game to watch just in general, this one. Yeah. And here's your friend, uh, Discharge, at well, Gunston. At Josh underscore Gunton oh, one. Jack Gunston. You know, Jack Gunston. Jack Gunston. Sure, why not? This is just after Tarek had hit his fucking hat trick and wasn't oh, he on yeah. fire. Mm, he inspired the uh, Sim City. Shit. Game over before the halftime for Gronkos. They will not come <laughs> back from this. <laughs> and it's in capital letters, Gronk, uh, Josh. So he I'm loves the shouting. I love the Gronkos. That's great. He also did at Sports BFS, hash NRL Broncos Dragons, at the Biggest Tiger, and then wrote, how's this? <laughs> hash NRL Chaos. He, did, he kept writing in the hashes. you legend. Has his keyboard got locked down on um, <laughs> caps lock? Caps lock? Lost because he responded. Someone said to him, Gronko's good one. And then he wrote in like normal caps, like, oh, oh yeah, shit. that's a funny one. Like, oh, just, yeah. he's just doing it for us. Accidental genius. He wanted to wait to see if I could read caps. <laughs> At Boomsy uh, 8, he retweeted our friend Supergrover 4. Mrs. Sims has just given Tarek all Corbin's Christmas presents and put Corbin's room up for rent to overseas student. <laughs> Ash Corbin, who? Ashton Bro Queens. Ashton's uh, coming home. Yeah, fucking, he with. Tarek was fucking unreal in this first half. Yeah, he was dominant. The fact that he was scoring on his brother was great, 
but then just the big muscles of fucking G up screaming at the crowd. And yeah. then when that idiot palmed him the in the last face, play. Yeah, the last, yeah. like the last two minutes. He turned to the crowd, saluted them, didn't give six shits. It was fucking great. And also, speaking of the end of the game, Matt Lodge showing that he's still a violent person who makes really terrible decisions. What a fucking the space asshole. of a minute. It's like too high. Swinging up. Yeah, could have been striking head. for sure. He's been renamed Marv from Home Alone, haven't yeah. we? Come yeah. on. I just think I just don't want to make light of it, but I, I, it's a funny nickname. I agree. I said it to you on the couch. There, he looks like someone who can't weigh up the consequences of his choices. He has that vacant, kind of dead-eyed look about him, or who pretends that when you say, "Oh, I just snapped," that that's a legitimate excuse. Yeah, yeah but he—you can see in the replay, just the kind of like he's obviously not thinking about it. No. And afterwards, he's just like, "Oh shit, shouldn't have done that." But yeah, he's exactly you the type of guy that, that would think. I just snapped as a legitimate. He doesn't have the ability to apologise either. No. Uh, he looks fucking, He looks like a psycho, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Score? 48-18. Uh, what a pasting. Fuck. <laughs> Do you mean the... the I, mean, I, mean, you both, I mean this game that we're playing and also the <laughs> game that we're <laughs> Pretty much the score. In this. I've been creased on the score. <laughs> 48-18. And we that was were awesome saying, to watch, We were man. saying during it, it was 34-16 or 34-18 or something, and it felt like felt it was even. 34-all. Yeah. That's what I loved about it. And also when... I think it's when DeBellin went off, and I think we all thought like We're we cool. didn't we didn't want the Broncos to win. No, but it felt like they could get a few. Yeah. Like they fucked, they made a few. Wade Graham is still in space. Oh, James you, Graham. James at, Graham, sorry. Yeah. At the end of the game, he was, he was back out. out his cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like he was high or something. I think he was on the green whistle. Yeah, he must if have someone been. Someone told me that I'd believe it. Yeah, Just he was here. cooked. But also the fucking replay of the game again and again and again with shoulder. shoulder. Fuck Oof. that. Yeah. That's the kind of shit you see on World's Worst Body. And then it was um, Pangai's um, ankle as well, when he had yeah. his mouth guard in his, but he's also like <laughs> boingled his ankle. Yeah. I loved it. That, that had everything for me. Yeah. And game. was it Offan Gawa who who got completely knocked out UFC? UFC I think so, yeah. He, he did a head clash and just went, dunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back. Big hits. Like that game. What a game. Great. Thanks, football. You're the fucking best. What a round of finals, to be honest. I love sports. Wow. Wow. It's... <laughs> what sound is that? Wow. It sounds like we're on you're the, If You're The One. Wow. <laughs> AFL. Wow. <laughs> we'll get a better ringtone for that. Um, AFL finals are just as good, if not better, than the it's NRL a finals. Call in this room, mate. Especially starting on Thursday night, the whole scheduling of the AFL finals was really whacked. The fact that the AFL has a week off and then plays Thursday night football. Yeah. In the final series, they were like, are you serious? People aren't. This is going to be the worst show ever. But there was over 90,000 people turned up to the Shit. MCG to what was going to be the best game of the final seri- finals, like first round. Who played? The Richmond Tigers versus Hawthorne Hawks. Okay. And Richmond won last year and absolutely looking the goods for yep. 2018 as well. So if you're someone that's putting money on AFL... Richmond Tigers, Richmond Tigers are looking good, so we might get another Tiger Premiership, yep. even though it's not NRL rated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they get a they get a week off. Um, the next game on Friday night was Melbourne versus Geelong, which was going to be a bit of a slog fest because Geelong have they're just they've won so many premierships in the last mm. what, eight years. They won three premierships and have got all the absolute guns back. Gary Ablett's playing, Patrick Dangerfield's playing. And Melbourne, all these young fellas just absolutely tore them to shreds. Looked like GWS it was last night. Pasting, wasn't it? If I'm no, it was only seventy-five to forty-six in the end. But Still, that's a pasting, isn't it? Pretty big gap. Not really. It's pretty low scoring. Yeah, like, that's true. In an AFL game, yeah. But Melbourne just controlled the entire game, just and just wore down all of Geelong and. Um, it was pretty exciting. So they're my pick for the. Well, that's They're my sentimental pick because they haven't played finals for so long. It's like fourteen years or something. Longer. Oh, in terms of yeah, playing in the final yeah, series. In the final series, yeah. Not that long, but they haven't won a GF for Mario hit us up. However long, and then last night, far oh, out. Oh no! Depression yeah, set happened? in. That oh. was the first ten minutes. I was on the edge of my seat, going, "This is amazing. I've never seen Sydney play so well in." Um, at the SCG, they were just spreading it. They controlled it so well. And then um, next, minute. next minute, well, mate, Phil Davis, who was the defender for GWS, he had like this um, Andrew Johns moment where you know, Andrew Johns commentating mm. just has the freeze frame. 
He did this telecast about five weeks ago when he was injured commentating a Swans game. They got him down onto the ground. They're like, how would you approach Buddy Franklin? He's so good. And he just gave this like in-depth description about how he would play Buddy Franklin when he was out of the pocket, when he was about in front of goal. He was just, I'd push him this way, I'd turn him this way, I'd get my players to pull him this way. He did that to the absolute T last night. And it made Buddy Franklin look like a rookie. A jerk off. That guy gets paid nearly a million dollars a season. And he did not kick a goal. The one shot he had at goal, he absolutely bunged it. (laughs) And the only reason Sydney beat GWS a few weeks ago was because Phil Davis got injured and fell off Buddy Franklin because of the the contest. Oh, wow. And Sydney came over GWS, which was a bit of a false. This is um, Australia's captain as well. Yeah, you're all Australian. Oh, there you go. Um, so GWS looked absolutely good last night. They they made um, themselves look a bit sh- – they missed – I think they kicked 18 behinds in the end. Oh, wow. So they yes. weren't playing like that well. There were so many records broken last night. Not can I, now. Can I tell you my favourite one? Not in our good – not in our favourite. good way. What is it? My favourite one is that the lowest score ever yeah. by an AFL team at the SCG is now by Sydney, 30 points. Oh, lowest score in the finals for Sydney. Yeah, yeah by any sure. AFL team. Yeah, you've got the the balls to say that the Melbourne game was low scoring. Oh, no. <laughs> but the Swans kicked two late goals, so that, reckon, that made it look good. Yeah. So we were, we were like swelling on 18 points, and that was when all these stats came up. Um, but what else? Sydney hadn't lost a game, a finals game at the SCG for 20 years. What? That's, that's the craziest stat. Like that's, that's how stat. much wow. of a bit of a stronghold the SCG had become. But this year, I don't know what happened to the Swans in terms of home games. Just didn't Stitched come good. Up. 20 years. How long have they been a franchise? 25? Uh, yeah. It prob- started in the 90s. Yeah. I would, like, I would say it would be late 80s. Really? I think. Um, but then the final game of this, um, the round, West Coast played Collingwood. That was two versus three. And West Coast just came through the goods. So um, next week it's looking like um, a bit of, I don't know how to think. Like Melbourne are playing Hawthorne. So that'll be interesting. I think Melbourne will win that in terms of form. They were just sure. on on fire. And then GWS play Collingwood and everyone fucking hates Collingwood. So I'm hoping GWS get through. Now right. you've said to me that um, you have sympathy for GWS. Is that right? As like being another Sydney team. Yeah. But, but so you've gone to Melbourne now in the finals. But it's like Panthers and Dragons. I prefer like there's if there's two teams to choose from. You, you're not going to choose DWS. Not straight away, no. particularly because they just made us look terrible. <laughs> that just <laughs> it creased you on the field. So yeah, that's fair enough. I'm going for a bit of sentimental value in terms yeah, of. Yeah, sure. I'll call them the demons because I don't like calling them Melbourne. So yeah. I'll call them well, the that's why I'm. That's why yeah. I'm. I picked them. Yeah. Sentimentality. Yeah. yeah. Great. Oh. Uh, go, Pat. I'm well. <laughs> um, so NFL season's kicked off this weekend and, and last weekend there were some huge moves in terms of signing defensive players. So um, I was at the snow with Jock Johnson, massive NFL fan, and this mm. other man, um, I'll call him JPS. Sure. Lisa S. That's uh, no, too, uh, too obvious sort to say uh, L. Simpson. Um, both huge NFL fans, and and we read that Aaron Donald, who's a defensive end for the now LA Rams, had just posted the biggest NFL defensive contract uh, in the history of the sport. So it was 130 million over five years or six years, with 87 million dollars in guaranteed money. Oofed. Which alone is just—it's a crazy nice. amount of money. And we've often spoke in this pod about American sports, namely NBA and NFL, and how much. Money is in that. Mm. Um, and then less than 24 hours later, Khalil Mack, who was traded from the Oakland Raiders, who had a great season last season, to the Chicago Bears for uh, a six-year contract with $134 million of, of, like the contract was worth that, $90 million worth of guaranteed money and also a $34 million signing bonus. And the Bears also traded like a bunch of their <clears throat> concurrent draft picks in like the next two or three years. I mean, the amount of money is crazy, but it's just, I thought it was funny that Aaron Donald was all over every NFL portal yeah. of news, this massive defensive contract. And then less than 24 hours later, yeah. um, Khalil Max just absolutely 
Do you when, do you reckon that Khalil Mack's going to get that money no matter what? Or do you think that person gets that contract and then his manager or negotiator has gone like, this is now what people are worth. We He's worth more than that. Do you know what I mean? Like, do yeah. you think that... Do you think that the first guy getting signed has an impact on the next guy? Yeah, because there's be, I, I definitely agree with that because now there's been um, talk about other high-paid, like I'd say in the top five highest-paid, mm. I think DeMarcus Ware from the Broncos is one of them. Joel, Jock Johnson would have to fact-check that. Yeah. But now they're like, do these contracts set a precedent for right. the remainders, the remaining sort of top three players? You know what I mean? And so as soon as one person says the benchmark, every, everyone else. Because JJ Watt, I know he's on the line. Is he the offensive or defensive line? Because surely that guy He's defensive. He's a defensive yeah, tackle. He's a fucking he's beast. beast mode as well. Yeah. Well, I'd be interesting to see how these contracts go. It's just like, it's crazy to me in a sport with so much injury potential yeah, and right. season-ending injury potential, yeah, yeah. how much money they invest in these, these players. And defensive tackles are often putting their body on the line in a big way, more so than scrimmage after scrimmage. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's nuts. And I mean, I think the way it, I mean, it's obviously $90 million in guaranteed money. If, and, and if he goes in a form slump, I think the way they have to do it is to try to sell, like trade yeah. him to another yeah. team that will absorb his, that much, money. that much money. Because, you know, as the name suggests, guaranteed money. Yeah. You know, he's guaranteed it. Exactly. And I wonder if, um, that much money is just not that much money for those NFL teams. That's well, how they can do it now. Like I mean, like, there's like we've said, there's extraordinarily large amounts of money in that. And it's personal money. So it's not like in EPL where there's massive transfer and fees, it but it's club. club to club. Mm. So organization to organization, this is going straight to, I mean, there'd be commissions and agents yeah. fees, but really, you know, the players are walking away with shitloads of money. And I was even watching, it's sad because I was watching Last Chance you, you the newest season, and there's the the lady who's trying to help these kids get yeah. An education had some horrible statistic about how many NFL players are broke, go broke after they yeah, right. finish playing. Right. You know, and when you, when we think of that much money, you think how on earth yeah, can, I'm you spend it? can you go bankrupt? But, you know. Living the high life. And just, sorry, while we're on NFL, we'll just mention that Jordan Malata made the, from the Rabbitohs, the oh, yeah. big unit has been, has made the, the 53 man squad for the Philadelphia Eagles. So. What a legend. What a legend. How's Pat feeling about that? Clenching your body? Uh, well, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is a whole bunch of stupid shit happened over the weekend, uh, during the week with media talking about stupid shit that no one gives a fuck about. And then this round of NRL has just fucking destroyed all of that weak media shit. In fact, at Jason NRL said it beautifully. And just like that, a shit week of NRL media is forgotten. What a game. Hash NRL South Storm. That's my wow, man. We can talk about. All I've been this. camped out the hub of you all week trying to look for some. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> all that mad money, shit, all that's disappeared because this weekend of football was such a fucking wow. It was incredible. Doctor, what do you got? My wow's come threefold. Um, Does that mean you've got three of them? Priest, are. he's going to get three tackles. I'm You're, gonna go. unbelievable. I'm gonna go. You're unbelievable. <laughs> Where'd you become so quick? Last school maths over here. <laughs> 60 um, plus 6, uh, 12 points. The first minutes. one comes from John Millman. That was my original one for the week. Oh, yeah. was the fact that he beat Roger Federer. Oh, yeah. And yeah. before the lineup, they're like, oh, he's won 360 grand for getting to this far. And then he freaking goes and beats um, the Fed and then increases his earning by 20, 20%. He won 20% of his ever career prize money wow. in this one tournament. Wow. Fuck. Which is unreal. Can I um, play, uh, Robina, please? Yeah. Going over to Serena Williams' oh, yeah. um, tirade on the US oh, Open wow. final mm. and losing an entire game, um, which was – I've never come across a game. Even Nick Kyrgios hasn't lost a game, I don't think, in his – 2 six, four. Oh, um, lost a game. Like douchebaggery. Yeah, yeah. Like he's lost points before, but he um, – um, Serena managed to lose an entire game. Yep. Um, and I don't feel that sorry for her because she's blasted – Umpires 2009, 2011. Yeah. Um, all the US Opens. All US Opens. Interesting. Yeah. And she even brought in, I'm a mother, I would never cheat. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, She said, I said, a, uh, I would never set a bad example for my daughter. Yeah. There are also um, claims of sexism as well. On yeah, that's what of she's that claiming. Yeah, and the US Open hasn't had a good run this time, especially with um, giving that code violation to yeah. the French woman for turning her top inside out. Because she came back on court and it was inside out, and she's like, "Oh, that, I what can't play that." So she went to the back of the court and turned in. And she got a code violation for that. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of mm. stuff. So I agree. Like there is double standards in some regards, yeah. and what's being focused on. But as referees and umpires, what like you've got to 
You've got to make you've, you're dealing with one game yeah, at a time. This is not as clear cut as lots of people <clears throat> making out. There's a lot yeah. of shades of bullshit from everyone. And on a better note, last night in the GWS Swans game, Toby Green. <laughs> oh yeah, your kick. It's a karate kid. The karate kid. Tongue If you haven't seen the um, Twitter retweet of this, Toby Green was taking some pretty um, spectacular marks last night by putting his leg out. Get around it. A little bit, little bit, and then this really time fun-style. could not even be bothered jumping, so he just put his leg up. <laughs> And yeah. cut um, Heath Grundy in half with his foot, and even his teammates were shitting, like <laughs> laughing themselves to tears. It looks the like fact. a dog doing a piss in slow motion. It's like just slowly <laughs> yeah. lifted yeah, up his cocked leg, cocked his leg, and Heath Grundy just copped one. And his teammates in the forward line were like, "Are you serious? That's not a mark. Sure. Oh, that's a mark." Yeah. And then they kicked another goal. So that was pretty that's unreal. fucking great. He, he can get retrospectively. Oh, he won't. He won't. But the AFL will have to start doing things in terms right. of the marking contest because you mm. can't do hands in the back in a marking contest. No, you can't. Now do you can't kick people in the, in the guts. guts. <laughs> studs in the groin. Yeah. So that's the wow. Food for thought on the Serena Williams thing. Mm. Do we? F- I mean, I feel like I know she's she has like blown up at referees or umpires before. It seems like this one was way, 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 way more aggressive than previous ones, and maybe the fact that she's. Yeah, hold on. But previous ones she's done, or previous ones that say Pat Rafter, sorry Pat. No, Cash that she had done. that she's done. Because Pat Cash did shit like this and never lost a game point, did he? I don't know. No, but about it, but, but I'm just saying that I. It's not my point. My point was that in the wake of this whole like having a kid and you know mm. that being so traumatic and then going to want to win a Grand Slam like emotionally for for her. Has she won one since? I don't think she has. She she won one after she. She didn't win know. Wimbledon. She came. She also lost. She that lost final. to Wimbledon. I was just thinking about the irony of this. Bit. Last week oh, I was it's... talking about Nick Kyrgios being coached by the umpire and now he's yeah. being <laughs> – now, <laughs> now the yeah. umpire's in trouble. Fuck, that reminds me. I'll keep going. I just I just thought that, you know, maybe that blow up of that magnitude on behalf of her is indicative of some sort of like – I know, think she's just desperate. Stress. Like she's a professional athlete that wants to win. Desperate to win. Yeah, but I poor mean, Naomi Osaka, the 20-year-old Japanese really – First her. ever Japanese yeah, woman to win her. She was um, crying in the – and the ceremony, she pulls her visor down and she, I mean, she apologizes of all people to apologize yeah, to yeah. the fans of tennis. Um, I mean, it's got little, if anything, to do with her. There's an excellent tweet that our friend Ma underscore Aaron did about this. He said something. Should we just keep talking while you... Bear with. Merch might have to cut this out. And Naomi Osaka's hero is also yeah, Serena Williams. Sad. Which is be sad. No and she's longer. only twenty, you know. Seeing your hero behave like a pork chop, <laughs> great, great. very difficult. He wrote, "Fuck." He said, um, uh, "Serena using the I wasn't coached defense, the same tactic used by the Manly team all this year." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a great winning. Yeah. And then it came out in the wash anyway, where they said, "Oh, you know what? We did coach, but everyone does it." Yeah. yeah, that's right. But she said that she didn't say it. Anyway, but Trent Barrett didn't say that. No, oh, definitely not. <laughs> Serena has enough furniture. Ketchup. 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 I'm in way over my head. So looking at this finals round one for the gentleman's tipping, one-eyed won it. One-eyed wearer. And then fucking the doctor, yeah. Pepper Carnes. It's not a surprise. Uncle Tim, I'm very surprised. Uncle Tim got fought. No, actually, Uncle Tim won. He tipped. He fucking tipped dragons. I Did hate he? that guy. I'm so sick of him. Anyway, uh, and then for totals, keeping in mind it hasn't given Tim that extra point. Uncle Tim, Pepper County, Mario Siegs, your boy. The Swans, 2018's jumped to fifth. Onesie Wearers dropped to sixth. And uh, Mitch the Geo. Didn't tip this week, so he's looking like a Gronkinati's. He got a paper bag from me this week. That's fine. <laughs> Let's do the second. Or is that called semi-finals? Not. Oh no! Fixture details aren't currently yeah, available. Yeah, I was going to say you can't. But we know who Dragons, it is. Rabbits. Yeah. That's, yes, yeah. that's Dragons, Rabbits. What do we think on that? I'm going the Dragons. Yeah. Fuck off! Really? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I got Rabbits, and then uh, someone. Fuck wrote... off, mate! Sh- Sharks, Panthers. Sharks, Panthers. Yeah. Sharks. Oh, no, Panthers, no, sorry. Because oh, Wade Panthers. Graham will be out. Yeah. Paul Gallon's old. Feet is fat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I take Panthers too. And then do you know what's happening in the AFL? Yeah, I just said it before. Uh, it's Hawthorne versus Melbourne. 
I'll take Melbourne because that's who we're going for. Melbourne and GWS versus Collingwood. GWS. GWS. No one likes Collingwood, including me. Yeah. Even though I know nothing about AFL. Obviously, all the fans, thank you so much for coming out. Um, We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous. Missing us already? Then get involved with us through the socials, particularly Twitter. And that's been going gangbusters recently, people. So thanks so much for that. If you want any audio new, audio engineering done, Merch is a ledge. Get at him at pmerch underscore. Anna's excellent with visual stuff. Get at her through strongpencil.com. Any departing words, Jim? Loved it. Loving the finals. Yeah, Cannot wait until next. I'm actually, for the first time this season, upset to be at the snow because it's much harder to watch the, the footy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop the recording. Stop talking. No, Why? Recording now. Go That's a it. weird ending because the doctors are discharged. Thanks. Talk to you then, sports <laughs> <laughs>